<clears throat> Welcome everybody to another podcast episode from Jordan JB Talk. Um, that's kind of a weird intro, but right now what I want to do is I'm going to do a, a bit of a Joker review, nothing too in-depth. Um, if you follow me on Instagram, you probably know what I feel about the movie in general. Um, so I don't want to go too crazy into the details of the movie itself. Um, more so, I want to talk about kind of the the outside kind of media surrounding surrounding the movie, everything going on with that, and just kind of get my thoughts on it. So yeah, I'm going to get into it now. So, uh, Joker came out uh, now almost a month ago, I guess. Uh, it is a little late. I'm running way behind just because I haven't been able to do a whole lot in terms you know, of physical motion, so I can't do a whole lot other than sit. So... <laughs> You might think, oh, well, you can just sit in your chair and do this recording. Well, I can't because where I, where I sit, there's a lot of people who will go through and noise. But anyway, um, it took me a while to get to this just because I couldn't, um, just couldn't at the time. So, talking about it now, uh, the Joker movie starring Joaquin Phoenix, directed by Todd Phillips, is great. It's an amazing movie. I enjoyed it very much. Um, everything, the cinematography, the the sound design, the music, the writing, the overall feel and tone of the movie is great. Um, I loved every aspect of it. But, I mean, you know, the thing that stands out the most is Joaquin Phoenix's performance. And that stands just to be kind of the normal for him. Now, he's a great actor, even in things like Signs, which a lot of people don't like, but he's great in that. He's, you know, he's great in that. So, so it was kind of no surprise to see him do really well in this role to kind of embody it and really kind of take it in a new direction not a new direction per se but I mean the, the, you know in the comic books it's kind of really comic book world it's hard like they don't have an explanation for the Joker because I think it's more fantastical in that way in that it can be you know because in that world there are aliens and monsters and all this crazy stuff going on but when you want to put it in kind of more of a rea- realistic tone like which is what this movie is going for um, and what, the, you know, Dark Knight did a great job of it being ambiguous. But if they wanted to tell an origin story in a more realistic kind of world, this would be it. This would be perfect for how the Joker becomes the Joker. And he still is pretty ambiguous in, in his origin. Of course, you know, spoilers. Uh, I mean, you know, it's been a while since it's been out. So if you haven't seen it yet, definitely go watch it. Before you listen to this, um, I kind of gave a little bit of, you know, I haven't done spoilers yet, some coming up. So, you know, and he is still, like I said, a little bit ambiguous in his life. We know that he was adopted, that his real name isn't Arthur Fleck. Um, That's just his adoptive name. Um, He was abused, he was mistreated in his childhood, and he kind of, that continued throughout his adulthood. You know, he kind of had to, you know, as the whole movie is about, is put on this happy face, try to just live in this world and just be alive and be happy as best you can and bring joy to others. But it gets to a point where it's just like, nope, you know, I can't do that anymore. I mean, you just see the entire breakdown of his character and it's done so well, the slow burn of it. Um, and it's so good. It's 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 done very well. It's done very masterfully and not you know, over-the-top stylish or insane or, you know, it's it's just done very well in that you can 
kind of understand. You don't sympathize. You don't sit there and say, oh, I mean, you, you do, but once you realize what he's doing, what he ends up becoming, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, it sucks that he had to go through all that. You know, no one should have to deal with the stuff he went through. But his response to all of it is not good. I apologize if my voice sounds a little coarse. I don't talk a whole lot <laughs> lately just because I've been at home and whatnot, so I didn't get out a whole lot. I've said a whole lot, a whole lot, a little too much. <laughs> so I apologize if my voice is a little, a little bit raspy. Um, where was that? So, yeah, you just see this wonderful breakdown, and um, um, again, the performance is, is incredible. Joaquin Phoenix is in, like somebody pointed out, he's like, he's pretty much in every shot of this movie. He has this movie on his back, and he's carrying it. And it's incredible. Like it's, it's something like it's something that sits with you the whole movie. That just kind of like, again, the reason why it took me a while to kind of really review it is because when I left the theater, the overall thought was, yeah, I liked, I thought that was great, it was amazing. But once I kind of allowed some of the scenes to sit with me and to really understand the character, it was like, oh wow, <laughs> you know, it takes you a little while and like, and yeah, this movie is not. The traditional comic book movie it's not a kid's movie like what comic books generally were for kids and you know people say oh they still are and they try to do all that but whatever but like as you get older you appreciate the stories more you kind of understand them more they've gotten a little more adult and grown up but so but then when they come out in movie theaters and everything they're still targeted towards that audience but this one definitely is definitely oh my gosh is not for kids i mean batman is there he's referenced and he's mentioned and you even see his kind of origin start. Um, but it is a very dark and disturbing and unnerving film. Do not mistake it as a, another traditional comic book movie. Yeah, I mean, it's it's something... I don't even explain it. Like It's something that was needed. You kind of felt this fatigue on the, like, on the whole kind of... the way they have been doing it, and you kind of were like, all right... These are cool, I enjoy them. They're a lot of fun to go to. But I kind of need something a little different, and this was perfect for that. It was really something outside of what they've been doing lately with comic book movies, and they did it very well. So those, like, those are my, my overall thoughts on the film itself. It's that it's very good. <laughs> Honestly, one of my top ten now in terms of comic book movies, which I am going to do a full episode on my top ten comic book based slash inspired movies but I'm going to take some time with that one kind of go through all the movies again really make sure I'm listing them correct in, in my opinion uh, so don't freak out on it but so that, that'll be a little bit later so I have to do a lot of editing on this one because my throat is just crazy right now <laughs> I clear my throat a lot but one thing I really wanted to talk about was the music I'm actually listening to it right now it is so haunting and so like tone-defying. It's incredible. Um, I don't want to say the composer's name because I don't want to butcher it, but she did an amazing job. It just, like, I think Todd Phillips even mentioned that. He said they got the score before they made the movie, so that means that's something they never do. So, like, to know that the, the, you have your character's description and what's going to happen down so well that the composer can be like, this is what we think, and it fits perfectly. It's amazing. It's, and like, you know, the end 
Um, the song that's like "Call Me Joker," the song that plays towards the end when he's um, he embraces everything and he puts the bloody smile on his face and he's like, "Oh, yep, Joker." It's oh, it's so good. <laughs> it's so disturbing and so matching to the character and to the movie, and it's 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 great. The ending, the ending is is perfect for for what the Joker is. Open ended. Was it all in his head? Was he just making up the story? He's laughing, and then the therapist or whatever she is says, "Like you know, what what's so funny?" He's like, "You wouldn't get it," <laughs> and that's just like perfect Joker. Like, is it all in his head? Is it, there's all these theories and all that? And I think that's what great filmmaking is: is these directors will leave it kind of like that's what Christopher Nolan does very well. What so many good directors can do is they'll leave you with this kind of thought of like, "Well, what do you th- what do you feel it is?" and I don't like when directors just got to come out and explain everything for them, even though people really want, you know, that explanation and they kind of want to hear what the director meant. It's also could be like, well, it's whatever you felt it was. Was it all in his head? And, you know, we get him walking out of that down the clean, white, bright, sunny setting, but he's got bloody footprints and he's basically escaping. That's what the Joker does. He gets thrown in Arkham. He gets out again. He gets thrown and he gets out again because basically he doesn't die. Like in the comic books, there's like various iterations of him that is he's like he's immortal and there's like three different versions of the Joker and like it's all kinda all over the place, but I like how they kind of left him open ended. Um I don't want to do like, oh, this is a full ending explained, because this is exactly what I mean. No, because like that leaves the fun out of it. That leaves that's me trying to that that could be me explaining what I think it is, but what do you think it is? That's what's great. That's what I loved about Inception. Um, even like the Dark Knight Rises, but yeah, the Joker, incredible movie, and it is just beating it up at the box office right now, like insanely, on a fifty-five million dollar budget. It's got like seven hundred million worldwide or something. I don't don't have the numbers in front of me, but uh, I can probably look it up. But I don't feel like doing that right now. <laughs> All right, so what I want to get into now is more of the um, controversy. I did little air quotes there because before this movie came, okay, let me preface this with what happened with nothing like major stream happened to me. It's just when we were going to talk about seeing this movie, I was going to see it with my brother and my cousins and well, my two brothers and my cousins. Um, they were like, I remember doing something and my cousin had mentioned, he's like, oh, the military saying, be careful going seeing this opening night because it might inspire like shootings and stuff. Um, and at that time I was like, Oh man, you know, I really wanted to go see it Thursday, and then I kind of was upset because, like, well, people doing things crazy, and I don't want to. That's like <laughs> And then later on, I like, I don't know, it just upset me then. I was like, oh, I guess we're not going Thursday night. And then later on, I was like, this is dumb. Like, why, like, why am I allowing media to basically say, hey, don't do this because we said it's going to do this? It's like, there's no real way of it. Of us knowing, you just kind of have to like live your life and like that's that's a fear we have to live with every day. Is like it's unfortunate, but it's true. You know, we got to live in kind of an in a dangerous world and a dangerous time, and people are a little bit crazy. But uh, it made me kind of upset. I was like, I want to see this Thursday night. I can't see it Thursday night because my because my brother now was like, oh, let's not see it opening night because I heard people are gonna do crazy things, and I don't know. I was like, all right, just put their minds at ease and don't want them to feel like they're uncomfortable and can't enjoy the movie if they're thinking that oh somebody just walked out of the theater what's gonna happen you know so we went on a saturday afternoon <laughs> nothing happened 
there was a little bit more security there, but absolutely nothing happened. We enjoyed the movie. It was great. And guess what? Nothing happened everywhere else, too. Um, I don't know why it's that. I don't know what they have. Well, okay, so I, for a while, I didn't know what they had against the movie. I was like, well, like, why is it all of a sudden people are like, I can kind of get where they're coming from when they're like, oh, this is a villain. Why are you making a movie about the villain and trying to make him sympathetic? But when you watch the movie, it's not like he's being romanticized and like, oh, this is great. You should be this way. It's more of like, look what happens when you have somebody who has a lot of issues, a lot of problems, and you kind of just exacerbate his problems and make him worse. You don't kind of try to help him, comfort him, I said conform him, comfort him and help him to be better, feel better about himself and, and then everything is going on. And he states that clearly in the movie, you know, when he's shouting at uh, Robert De Niro's character, he's like, well, you know, how about a little... Yeah, well, when he's talking to Thomas Wayne about, oh man, that scene is great, because he thinks Thomas Wayne is his dad, ends up not being, so he's, he's like, how about like a little compassion, how about like a hug, dad, that's all I want, like, like <laughs> he, he didn't get any of that his whole life, so, so then by the end he's like, why should I give it to anybody else, why should I care, why should I feel like I should feel guilty for these people being this way, and so I think, you know, one of the, the biggest cliches you're going to hear in any review about this movie and this it holds a mirror up to society um, because that's what it does. It basically shows how we're living our lives these days that we don't care about people. And like that's not 100% true. Not everybody is horrible. Not everybody's going to treat you terribly. It's just some people get it worse than others. It's unfortunate. It's terrible. I wish it wasn't that way. A lot of us wish it wasn't that way. We don't want to live in that kind of world. But it's the reality we have to deal with. People mistreat me. People look at me, um, and you know I'm a bit I'm overweight, and they think I ah, fat guy ordered a big old cheeseburger, bacon cheeseburger. Ah, typical. Should get a salad, and it's like yeah, I probably should. And all, but anyway, I don't get into all that. But um, so this whole media kind of outrage towards the movie of them basically trying to get you to not see it. They spin it in ways of like. Now I've seen things of saying it's like, oh, it's racist. And I like I, I didn't see any form of racism in there. Um, <clears throat> I've seen, you know, of course, and then there's like them saying it's, oh, it's something to do with Trump. I'm like, what? How are you getting these things? Did you not see the movie? And then there's things of like, oh, it promotes white male something or other. You know what I mean? And it's just like, like I can't like, I can't wrap my head around this. Like, why? Why? <laughs> what is it you're, you're so afraid of about this movie? And it is that. It's just because, like what I said earlier, it kind of shows a reflection of people, a level of bullying that they're a part of, but yet they don't want to admit. Like, I'm not trying to make this super political and try to be all kind of like, Oh, all media outlets are this and that and it's conspiracy. No, it's just sometimes it's like, it's there. It's Look at, you know, the latest Rotten Tomato like, differences and scores for these kind of shows and comedy specials in terms of like Dave Chappelle, where he's a comedian making jokes. That's it, they're jokes. He's, they, they might be offensive 
and I haven't actually seen it, so I'm not going to go into all of it, but they might be offensive, but they're jokes. They're, they're things that make you laugh, make people laugh. And, like, to a degree, yeah, I mean, like, if he's targeting one specific person all the time, constantly putting them down, and and it stops becoming a joke, it just starts becoming harassment and abuse. But he's not doing that. He's talking to a general kind of way and poking fun at people. I don't mind when people make fun of me. People make fun of me a lot, and, like, I mean, like, it's not malicious. They just poke fun at each other. That's what friends do. That's what a friendly atmosphere is, is you can kind of have that back and forth with each other and not get super offended about it. But if immediately when someone says something bad about me and I'm like, oh my gosh, and then walk out, then I'm not going to have any friends. I'm not going to be able to, to live my life. That's going to be boring and not fun at all. So when you see his critical score way down, the audience score way up, you kind of start to, to question everything. When you see Joker, which on so many levels is better than a lot of movies these days, have a low score, and the audience score is real high, and then it just kind of like, you just kind of start to to really think like, is there a bias? You know what I mean? Like, it's hard not to think that. You don't want to because you think, oh, well, these, these critics are, they're, they're going to see the movie they're trying to, and some of them probably are giving their honest opinion, and they maybe just didn't like it. That's fine, 100%. Obviously, go for it. You know, give your opinion. If you don't like it, you don't like it. It's subjective. It's an art form. You can't definitively say this is good because 100% of people don't love it. 99.9% of people may love it. There's still that small fraction of people that don't. So <laughs> you have this kind of, this, so then again, you know, flip it around again is critics don't like it. Who cares? It's just when it gets to a point where they're trying to affect and tell people, hey, don't go see it. That's where it becomes a, a, an issue for me. If a critic doesn't like something I like, totally fine. There's things, you know, I love Godzilla King of Monsters. I didn't love, I liked Godzilla King of Monsters <clears throat> because I'm a big Godzilla fan. I'm biased towards that movie. And I'll, I'll let you know that up front. If you kind of, you know, trust my opinion, respect my opinion about these things, I'll let you know, hey, I have a bias towards this because I've been a fan of Godzilla since I was a kid. I've loved, you know, his just, his stories are funny and they're cool and I like seeing him fight other big monsters. That's what it was. The human characters were awful in that movie. The overall story was kind of meh. But you got to see Godzilla kick some butt and do some really cool things. That's what we're here for with the Godzilla movie. <laughs> so... I mean, I don't know, like, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to persuade you to think one way or the other. If you really admire critics' scores, I'd just say be cautious, be wary, but I'd be wary of anybody's opinion of it. That's why I avoided reading anything, looking at anything other than, like, you know, TV ads that say film of the year on this movie for Joker. And I was like, okay, yeah, I've heard it's really good. But then as it got closer to being released... I heard even more things of it being this kind of scary, dangerous movie. And I was like, okay, well, sure. I didn't read the articles. I didn't really look into it. So maybe they kind of, maybe just the headline was catchy and that was it. But I always wait to give my full opinion on something before I watch it. Then I watch it. Then I say, okay, well, this is what I thought about it. 
I might have missed some things in that initial viewing. I like to see it again, if I can, and then give a really in-depth um, kind of opinion about it. So, if you didn't like the movie, you didn't like the movie. I'm not going to sit here and argue with you about it. <laughs> That's pointless. Um, because um, it's your opinion. Uh, I want to respect and say, yep, that's your opinion. Cool. We disagree. That's fine. And that's where a lot of people can't, well, a lot of people can't do. And it's like, sometimes I can't do that either. I I get upset because I heard one of, recently I saw somebody say something about The Dark Knight and I was like, what? You're an idiot. But really, that's their opinion about it. They didn't enjoy it. So <laughs> that's fine. I can't do anything about that. Um... So yeah, I mean, this whole thing was, even after the movie's out, they're still trying to, trying to downplay it, or not downplay it, but trying to, like, get you to not see it. I don't, like, I don't, like, I, I know why they're doing it, I know why they did it, but I mean, I don't know, really confusing. <laughs> I don't know, like, I, stuff is, stuff, that's, that's just how it is, but anyway... These are my thoughts on, on everything surrounding Joker and the Joker. I love the movie, so I've made so many posters for it. I think it's just a visually beautiful movie to look at. So there, you know, it yields great artistic, you know, inspiration, pretty much. And, yeah, you know, trust critics, don't trust critics. However you want to look, just go, your opinion is what matters to you. And if you want to share that with people, go for it. If you don't, you don't have to. If you like something, you like something. If you don't like something, you don't like something. Like people love Transformer movies. I, I remember I loved, I really liked the first one when it first came out. I watched it again and I was like, this is terrible. <laughs> it's as horrible as all the rest of them. But some people like those movies. Anyway, um, I hope I was coherent and uh, relevant in my my talk. I kind of I I do these things a lot lately now, just kind of off. Off the top of my head, things I've been thinking about for a while, I should write them down. I don't know why I don't, but I haven't lately. So, but I hope this was uh, enjoyable at least. I know I was a little bit more serious. Um, I'm gonna do a little more. Hopefully, we can get Will back here, get some other people who might want to discuss things, and we'll have some fun. We'll do some serious stuff. I do want to kind of get into more life lesson type of things. Um, I'm gonna have another episode out soon about what I've been going through with my health and just kind of give an overview of that and understanding for people and kind of, you know, maybe people are going through something similar and hopefully they can help. Anyway, um, go see Joker. Go see it twice. <laughs> it's a good movie. Don't see it because I said to see it and don't see it because you want to spike the media. See it because it's a really good film and it, it's an experience that you're going to want to have. Don't take your kids to it. Um, yeah, it's a good movie. Joker. Two thumbs up. That's not going to be my rating system, but it's, it's really good. I always give it out of five, and like, so I'd give it like a 4.5 out of five. Um, that's it for this episode. Thank you for listening. Um, thank you for being patient and understanding that I kind of haven't been able to do this a lot lately. But follow me on Instagram, Jordan James B. That's where I share all my artwork. Um, you can uh, also follow the podcast channel, Jordan JB Talk. Um, I do pre, I do kind of like teaser stuff there for my upcoming videos, and obviously that's where I'll post the next episode, and it'll be up on Podbean and iTunes. Follow us on iTunes, give give a good rating. I hope <laughs> um, if if you feel like I, you know, leave me comments, 
ways I can improve, ways I can, what subjects you want to hear me talk about. And yeah, that's it for now. Um, thank you for, and be, remember to be a good buddy. Peace.